to episode six of Super States, Practices of Transformation, with me, your host, Joshua Peters. If you, like me, find yourself fascinated by the idea of using trance states for personal growth, for professional development, and that could be hypnosis, psychedelics, breathwork, sexuality, and, and more, you're in the right place. This week, I talk with Misty Magdalena Grace. Misty Magdalena is a plant medicine woman who specializes in microdose coaching. Misty is about to share both her personal journey and give us some incredible insights into the power of microdosing. Stay tuned. Here we go with plant medicines and microdosing for personal growth with Misty Magdalena Grace. I am so excited to be here today with Misty Magdalena Grace. Uh, she is a, a plant medicine woman, uh, a microdose coach specialist, uh, a podcaster, a, a wife, a mother. She's got so much happening. Right. Welcome to Super States, Misty Magdalena. Uh, I'm so excited. Thanks, Joshua. Such an honor to be here. Well, I, I'm I'm really happy to get your your perspective and your sharing on these kinds of super states that that I'm so curious about. Misty Magdalena, can you describe what it is that you do and then how that can transform lives? Oh my gosh, yeah, Whew, that's that's hard a hard uh, job to do in just a, a few minutes, but I'll do my best. Um, so as a plant medicine woman and a microdosing coach specialist, I help people transform themselves, mind, body, spirit by going within. Um, I uh, just two and a half years ago was a binge drinking workaholic who was really stuck in the outside world. I was looking outside myself, um, for, for love, happiness. Uh, just, I was really had a lot of codependent behaviors in my marriage and in relationships and business. I really shut down my feminine energy and was go, 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 do, do, do as a salesperson, right? It's easy to fall to that. And I realized I had a lot of deep grief and unresolved traumas and wounds and stuff inside of me, but I was so, I was so locked up in my head and my heart was shut down. And what I rediscovered thanks to the help with of 50 deep dive sits with ayahuasca psilocybin, psilocybin, and then microdosing almost straight now for a year, I recognized that all of our truth lies within um, all of our joy, our love, compassion. It's got to start inside of us, inside of our heart. And so, you know, talking to your theme, you know, I expanded my state of consciousness to, to go into the super conscious, to the seat of the soul, the the, the heart, the home of our truth, our passion, our true desires. And, uh, you know, I, I healed a lot of people pleasing. I healed the masculine wound. I really realigned uh, my hemispheres, my brain, the masculine was so dominant. The feminine was shut down. Now the feminine creative, the love, compassion, juicy intuition, all of that started to come back mm. online. Um, just, it was a lot of work. <laughs> A lot of work. I had lots of teachers, lots of support, and then I, I rediscovered my myself as a as a plant medicine woman because I know that I know that I know. Part of that expanding consciousness was reconnecting with my past lives, my ancestors, and coming back to my truth. I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and I always loved the land and, and Mother Earth. And my husband's from Africa, and he he rediscovered, you know, oh my gosh, I'm a shaman. Oh, by the way, you know, 
just, you know, a few small things that we learned along the way and rediscovered about who we truly are. And so that's what I would say to kind of finish it up is we really want to help people remember who they truly are, connecting with their heart space, um, getting out of their head, connecting with their ancestors, connecting with Mother Earth, really going deep within because that's where all of our answers lie. Wow, you're right. That is a lot in in a short amount of time. That's a that's a, fant a fantastic uh, journey, and that's like a two year process that you've been having, correct? Yep. It's uh, yeah. It seems in some ways it seems like twenty years, um, and sometimes it feels only like one. Uh, but there was so much. I actually took a ton of time off of work. I was a sales coach, right? in the sales mm -hmm. world. And I just, I started realizing that ego death. I'm like, that's not who I really am. I, I need to really figure this out. And so I was able to, like I said, sit with a ton of deep dive medicine with teachers, plant medicine experts, women, shaman, and, and just had a lot of support along the way. So it was, if I didn't have, if I hadn't given myself that much spaciousness, that probably could have taken me the rest of my life. But sure. I, I was, I was dying inside and I'm like, I, um, like Andy Dufresne in the movie Shawshank Redemption, my second favorite movie of all time, he was like, get busy living or get busy dying. And I had been so dead inside for so long, really, when I was honest and looking in the mirror at myself, I was like, nope, I'm done with that. I want to live and live fully alive, not just kind of half, half there. Yeah, I, I love that, that uh, a coach once told me you're either growing or you're dying, right? Like, like plants, plants either grow or they die. And we do the same thing. And it's true. Life and death to me. Oh my gosh. I was so scared of death. I had so many friends die by suicide addiction. My brother dropped dead of alcoholism. I thought I was following in his footsteps, honestly, but it was like, I had this whole different relationship with death even. So yeah, every day we're, we're, there's parts of us that are dying, parts of us that are living. It's it's a beautiful um, sacred reciprocity and exchange of, of what's happening on earth every day. You know, it's it's pretty profound. Yeah. What was it that was your introduction to plant medicines? Like, how did you how did you discover that as a possibility for healing? Well, here's a funny story. You're going to love this because I know you knew me back then, back in the day um, when yeah. I was a coffee salesperson, I sold mushroom coffee. And so there's there's two answers. I, I want to share the, the the interesting divine story because I was being prepared and I didn't even know it. I was I loved adaptogenic mushrooms, reishi, turkey tail, lion's mane, because mm -hmm. I understood the central nervous system. I understood the gut and all of this, all the gut brain and the head brain are connected. And so I was really proud of being able to sell that and share that with the world. And I met a mushroom shaman on LinkedIn here in San Diego. When I moved here, I relocated here four, four years ago in August. And I met him because I thought, oh, maybe he's going to want to sell this mushroom coffee to his clients. And I didn't even understand he was a psychedelic mushroom guy. I didn't even know. I knew nothing, <laughs> nothing about psychedelics. So that was 2019. And then at the end of 2020, I basically hit, you know, proverbial rock bottom because I had my brother died of alcoholism. My mom died. I had a couple friends commit suicide. It was just a really, really plus a pandemic. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I, I was starting to surrender. I was starting to let go of that old self because I, I didn't feel that's who I was anymore. And I read the book, The Surrender Experiment. And inside of there, he talked about meditation. He talked about surrendering. 
And I just put it out to the universe. And sure enough, a spiritual mentor came to me when you surrender and let go um, and are willing to be open to receive, then the right people show up, you know, mm. and, and he's the one who suggested ayahuasca and psilocybin not, and he has never done plant medicine. He just said, mm. this is what divine guidance is telling me to tell you right now. And at that time, have never having done drugs, never even having smoked a cigarette. Um, I was like, I'm so open. I don't care if it's legal, I, I, whatever. I, I know I know a guy. <laughs> I actually know a mushroom shaman. Maybe he knows something. And of course, mm. I mean, he like makes so much medicine. And he took me on my first shamanic, because he's a mushroom shaman. He took me on a shamanic microdosing walk in nature. And I realized how disconnected I was from my heart in that walk and from nature. And so then I started doing deep dives and it with a, a variety of medicines, I won't go through that whole journey because it was, it was a lot. I, I, I sat with several different types of medicines in that first year, but mushrooms was my first like real, I would say breakthrough of the grief, the trauma, the crying. I was so numb. I, do, I didn't even cry when my mom died or my brother died. It was that numb. I was mm. so shut down. And the medicine woke me up and showed me so much. And I was just like, wow. And, and, and it was at that time that I knew, because I had done everything. I had meditated. I had acupuncture, chiropractic. I was doing all of these nutritional things, et cetera. But, but it was the, the sacred deep dives with the plants that really finally could shut this off and help me start to really just peel back all of the grief and all of the blockages and all of the stuff that I was holding onto in my body. Wow. That's, that's pretty amazing that a plant can open that up for people, for you, for, for a lot of us. Uh, and, and I resonate with how powerful uh, mushrooms in particular can let you feel, uh, right? Like that's, I've had those heart opening experiences myself and just kind of been just been in tears. And again, out in nature is really the best place for me anyway. Um, yeah, I, I love I love how you got there and it was started with that microdosing process. Yeah, it was interesting. I will share with you what I discovered. Microdosing was was OK. It helped actually shut down my what I call my type A personality brain and it caused me to slow down. Um, however, I, I didn't have a coach. Um, I didn't have any structure. I had no clue and I still had all this trauma. So I actually stopped microdosing in that first few weeks because I was scared. It was, it brought up scary stuff. It, it was also, um, not deep enough for me. And I see that now with my clients. Um, if, if someone has done a lot of work already, um, microdosing is fantastic. However, if I get clients who come to me and microdosing is, is just not cutting it, not, not doing enough. And they, especially if they have a lot of addiction, um, if they have a lot of trauma and repressed grief, like I did, mm -hmm. I can tell within the first 30 days, I do a 30 day jump start to help people. And if, if they're getting uh, really good results within that first month, I know that they're they're going to be okay. But for some of my clients, I'd say about a third of them, um, they, they, they got to go the deep dive path, which is why I came out of the closet. Um, at the time of this recording, you know, I've been a plant medicine woman, uh, since April microdosing coach since last year in September, 
really, really working with three beautiful medicines to help people go within. And I, um, it, it just has been so much. I've learned so much in this process. And I also see how many people are struggling trying to do it themselves. And I said, no, 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 I, I, I got to do this full time. I, I got to come out and, and be an advocate for safety because plant medicine mm -hmm. is no joke. You, you don't want to mess around with it. And, and for a lot of people, like someone like me who is dealing with a lot of trauma and a lot of grief, um, you got to work with a mentor. You got to take care of that journey with, with, uh, like I call them sacred gloves to, to really make sure that you don't injure yourself. You don't cause further damage, further trauma. Cause that happened to me or happened for me rather, um, in the first six months of that journey, because I didn't have a mentor. Um, I sat in ceremony, which is, again, I cannot recommend that enough for protection. But at the same time, um, the groups that I sat with weren't, how should I say this? They weren't true healers. They weren't true shamans. And there was a lot after ceremony that came up for me that was terrifying and really, really hard. I didn't have the tools to hold myself um, and again, you can't heal the mind with the mind. So like psychotherapy, grief counseling, I tried it, but it didn't. It actually put me down further into the rabbit hole. So I had to really get a lot of support to connect the mind, the body, the spirit, to purge, to process physically the stuff that was coming through. I, I, I'm curious where you go to like, like what your journey was to, or, or how you educate yourself. Like how do you educate yourself on these kinds of ideas since there wasn't a lot of, you know, training or coaching available to you? Well, again, that's why I'm out here talking about this. Cause I piecemealed it. I prayed about it. I opened myself up. I'm like, same thing. You know, when I did the surrender experiment and the mentor, the student t teacher appears when they're both ready. Right. And so yeah. I started recognizing the the damage I was causing myself. And I realized I, I had heard again in the grapevine that somatic therapy, that was the next tool I added. So I found a somatic therapist. I hired her immediately um, and she helped me release a lot of the trauma somatically through my body, through one-on-one -on -one, um, sessions. And then before I knew it, I opened myself up to another tool, Kundalini yoga. Amazing for balancing the mind, the body, the spirit, the central nervous system, the chanting, the mantras, the breath work that's built into Kundalini. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on getting certified in that right now, studying that, adding that in with my clients as well. So like the breath work, the Kundalini yoga, again, can't heal the mind through the mind because this is what got us into this mess, right? At least that's my philosophy. So adding these tools for purging the body, then I found combo frog medicine, which is not a psychedelic, it's legal. It's, it's a beautiful medicine that helps you purge um, poop and vomit, my two favorite things to talk about. Um, <laughs> and I, I, it kicked off a huge amount of weight loss for me. Um, as I shed the the purging and, and the crying is purging, somatic shaking is purging, um, all sorts of different ways that you can purge through exercise and, and yoga. And so I, I, I also, I forgot to mention this, I, I, I leaned back into my past life as a personal trainer and health and fitness person. I've coached over 10,000 people in my past with weight loss, nutrition, um, exercise, boot camps, kitchen cleanouts, grocery store tours, re reminding myself, I mean, hey, I knew all this stuff, 
<laughs> right? Yeah. But I was so lost. I blocked most of it. And I was like, oh yeah, duh. I know this, you know, the body keeps the score. You've got to get that stress out, garbage in, garbage out. And I had years of binge drinking, um, all of this, you know, at times emotional eating and stress that our body carries. Um, I was, mm -hmm. I was just remembering more of my past self as I, as I cleared the clutter, as I released the trauma, then the mind uh, could be more calm. I could be more present again with all those other tools. So they just organically started showing up on my path. And I think that's what I tell everyone, you know, trusting your intuition, trusting that next step, what works for Lois may not work for Josh. Um, Misty Magdalena Grace, sorry about that. That was, that was my own little, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my former name self. Um, but anyway, be able to help people recognize that everyone has got to be a sovereign being and, and find their own path. However, I do want to be able to share more of these tools so people can figure out what's going to work best for them as they go the plant medicine path. Cause it's a very brave and courageous path, especially if you're looking to truly heal. Some yeah. people do it recreationally and I'm, I'm like, that's, that's fine. Uh, these medicines are so sacred though. The, the spiritual connection, the relationship that you, if you choose to, and you don't have to, but if people want to connect with the medicine at a deeper level, um, cause they've been around here for billions of years, millions, depending on who you talk to their, their consciousness is, is so wise and there's so much that they can share with us. It's just, if you don't use them in a sacred way, and if I feel like if you don't have a mentor and a guide along the way, either a, you're missing out on so, so much, or it can be ungrounding. I see a lot of people doing medicine every weekend or microdosing on their own, you know, at higher doses, taking risks, taking chances. And you just got to remember that these plants are, are, they were originally only used in sacred ceremony. The Native Americans still only really use them in, in their peyote ceremonies or, you know, shamans in the jungle. They have different lives than we do here. This is the concrete jungle that yeah. we live in. We have yeah. so many different stressors in America and, and, and different trauma as well, different generational traumas and things. So just encouraging people to be mindful and to find the right tools to support you if you choose to go this path. So you just reminded me, I, I, you, did you follow the plane crash that occurred in Peru? I just heard did, about that. The four kids that, yeah. that, that lived and they were indigenous. So they were able to, to work with the, the jungle and work with the, the, the foods to help them and, survive. And here was the thing that I read that is not widely reported on, but their grandfather used ayahuasca to find them. Yes. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes, exactly. I know. Right. Like, like, oh my gosh, you he, don't have to he just did, pray he about used the ayahuasca. He's like, oh, we're going to find them today. And they found them. And yes. yeah, really, really amazing story. That's, and I, I saw that article on AP news. So that was a widely reported thing, but not really well, kind of a, in hindsight, kind of a piece, but yeah. What one of the things that occurred to me about what you just just shared with us, you know, on kind of how you're educating yourself is that really you've been practicing for this for your whole life. And all of the experiences that you've had, all the learnings, all the trainings, like everything that you've done is actually feeding this process, helping you become 
Missy Magdalena Grace, the the uh, microdose coach, the, <laughs> the plant medicine woman, right? Because that seems to me like how life goes. It's we we all are, we are building on all of those steps. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's actually one of the. Um, it's going to be the title of my book. I, I I now have have seen more of the the divine timing. Why I haven't written it yet? Because um, some people can be really harsh. Gosh. I got a book in me and I got to write it. Yeah. No, no, no. Let the divine wisdom and timing show up for you. And, and one of the Mm -hmm. things in my first, was it my first year? Yeah. It was probably about my third or fourth, uh, deep dive with mushrooms. They gave me, I was channeling what I didn't know at the time was the title of my book. And it's all the signs, all the teachers. When you look back at your life, of course, hindsight's 2020 look back and even though there's some really really painful things that i have gone through and you've gone through and my clients have gone through mm-hmm. once we can heal from it and truly heal and find love and compassion and grace and wisdom from it we look back and we're like thank you i'm so glad i was molested or raped or i'm so glad i grew up in a very dogmatic religious strict home i'm so glad that friend died when they died or, you know, I've had so much gratitude and all the signs and all the teachers along the way to your point brought me here. And I, I'm so, so grateful. So, so grateful. As, as am I. (laughs) Uh, Tell me in your view, what's most misunderstood about, uh, let's say microdosing in, in general. I actually just um, recorded a podcast on this and I, I feel like um, it's a little, a little um, controversial, but I, I called it microdosing without a daily spiritual practice is like foreplay without sex. Hmm. So to me, sex is a sacred act. Microdosing is, is a, a sacred act and, and you've got to have like a daily uh, hygiene or ritual to honor that. Um, to really, truly connect with your partner in the, the realm of, of sex, the sacred, my own personal opinion around that. And then the, the microdosing is like, you can have such rich, I'll call them mind, body, spirit orgasms with yourself and the medicine if you're co-creating. And I think most people think, and this is what I've seen with a lot of people, Oh, I'll just pop this magic pill, magic mushroom, right? Or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, I work with mushrooms, psilocybin, and ayahuasca. So that's a tincture. But if I just pop this thing, my brain is magically just going to fix itself. They feel like they're broken. They need to be fixed. And there's a lot of disconnect with the, the spiritual daily practice that if you combine that with the microdosing, with the medicine, anything is possible. It's so limitless. And, and, and kind of the, the other reason I mentioned that is because microdosing, and it did for me, and I've seen it with some of my clients, even though it's 500 milligrams or less, or five tincture drops or less of whichever medicine, it can still bring up trauma. It can still cause mm. you to have anxiety. It can cause you to have a detox of the body. And if you don't have a daily practice to go with that, or you set up an altar, you know, you have your Palo Santo and your, your candle, uh, your, your incense, you know, all of these tools, maybe you 
maybe you pull a card from the divine feminine oracle deck i have all my tools right here yeah and connect and ask what is the wisdom i'm learning today what am i missing what are you teaching me what am i releasing what i'm calling in you know you have that ability to cleanse your mind and connect with your body if you have that daily spiritual practice because if stuff comes up for you while you're driving your car you could have an accident right with the medicine if you yeah. if you yeah. all of a sudden have a detox symptom and you're running to the bathroom or if you just feel just it gets in your body and it's trying to break the trauma it's trying to break the grief it's trying to get you into your heart space that's like serious stuff it's not like drinking a, a shake or taking a b vitamin we're talking this is really serious sacred connecting medicine and and i just see people not taking it that serious and again just my own thought that's why i stopped at the beginning because i was scared and i didn't have a mentor or have a coach so that'd be like the final thing that would go with that if someone's listening and they're they're just thinking gosh this microdosing thing isn't working or what do I, what do i expect what do i do do i just take this pill and go about my day uh, or this mushroom or whatever you know, I would encourage them to find a guide, a mentor, at least for a few months to help them build that sacred practice to be able to yeah. then be able to face and hold themselves through whatever the medicine shows them that day or that week. I, I love that. And, and you know, I'll, I'll share because I've worked with you for a 30 day stint, right? And I'm one of those people who I've tried microdosing by myself before. And it was okay. <laughs> when I followed your coaching and we set up a ritual around it every day, and even though, and it, we're not talking about like chanting to whoever and, and waving wands of incense around. And I mean, it can be that, but it doesn't have to be that, right? We're not talking about that. It was, for me, it was simple as lighting a candle and uh, putting an intention into the medicine before I took it and then sitting and meditating with it, with that for half an hour. And uh, when I did it that way, I had profound results. And in, in fact, it, it, it led to this podcast, which we're mm -hmm. doing right now. Mm -hmm. So, so there, so it, I can, I can guarantee that it's going to be different when you have intention putting into it and, and you're, and you're, like you said, you're building it, building a spiritual practice around it. Cause the, this is a spiritual being that we're talking about here. This is not just, that's why they call it plant medicine and not a drug because it's not a drug. This is a, this is a medicine. This is a, a living being that is sharing its essence with us in, in my opinion anyway. Oh yeah, I just listened to a podcast where I heard 100% agree with you, Josh. Someone else that's a, a shaman educator, she actually talked about calling it technology. Like it's a technology that you're using within that is helping kind of like rewrite your code. And, mm -hmm. and at the same time, when you're working with the technology, you want to take it seriously, right? There's, there's a relationship that's got to be developed in order for you to get the best out of that. And I, I'm glad you said that too about psychedelic and drugs, because I actually don't like to use the word psychedelic at all. Um, even though I know it means mind manifesting. And again, so many people are focused on the head brain and forget that the heart brain is the most magnetic part of us. That's the seat of our soul. That's the home of our truth. 
uh, ancestral and galactic, whatever you believe in. Um, it's all part, it's all yeah. there. Yeah. And so to be able to call it an, an entheogen or a plant medicine is, is much more of what I want to share with people. Cause people will still accidentally say to me, Oh, are you a drug dealer? Are you, a um, you know, is this, is this, is this a drug? So there's, there's still some of that residue of the sixties and the whole Richard Nixon thing and, and, uh, yeah. some of the Timothy Leary things and some of the things that people are afraid of. And I just want to encourage them to see it differently. So thank you for allowing me to share. Yeah, for sure. Based on kind of everything that you've gone through, give us a, a practical way that someone could use either microdosing or doing a deep dive to uh, improve their life. Oh my God. So like a, an example of how yeah. I might do that. Um, yeah. Well, I've seen for myself and so many, how it can reduce addictive behaviors. So like seeing people uh, cut back on alcohol or eliminate if that's what they choose. Um, healing their relationship with their partner. Uh, that's something that I did two and a half years ago. I thought for sure I was headed for divorce um, and recognized that the, the healing path, my partner's a mirror to me and he's bringing out the best and worst. And a lot of that was the father wound and the mother wound and childhood trauma that I've been unpacking and healing through that process. Um, Connecting with your, uh, I know this is going to sound maybe for some people a little esoteric, but um, connecting with my ancestors or helping my clients connect with their ancestors and their truth, then they don't feel so alone. They don't mm. feel so alone. I think a lot of times we feel so alone and separate and isolated in this world because we're weird, we're unique, we're different, but it can help you accept your weirdness, love yourself, fall in love with yourself by also knowing that your ancestors have walked before you, you are your ancestors, I believe. And so to rebuild and fortify that faith and confidence in your essence, your beingness, your truth uh, is, is so huge. Um, I've seen people who just couldn't focus. They were too in their head, too much anxiety then as a result or depression, yeah. um, living in the past or the future, just helping bring about that presence and that focus um, I've even had people who were with coming to me for support with chronic pain and it helped them change their relationship with pain and be less dependent upon Vicodin and things of that nature. And I think lastly, and probably the most profound one for me is, is if you're feeling disconnected from God, source, creator, spirituality, whatever, and you want to come back to that because that was one of my major healings, both with microdosing and the deep dives was to just remember that divinity within again, whatever you believe in is perfectly fine. It's just what is to you and what is that relationship and connecting with that because in theogen is that connecting with God within. And so mm -hmm. to have that also helps us have more strength, more courage, more love compassion, eliminating some of that, you know, I think Catholic guilt, Christian guilt, shame, uh, isolation, separateness, less than all of that stuff is so rooted in, in our society today. And so having that spiritual connection with yourself through the medicine yeah. is so liberating and so empowering. And I would even say, you know, kudos to you. Congrats on, on this podcast, because, you know, through the microdosing, it sounds like speaking your truth and coming out and taking a risk even is a beautiful example 
of, of what's possible and how the medicine can, can give you more courage and strength as you let things go that no longer serve you. You allow more light to come in for you to, to shine your light and, and do good things in the world like this podcast. Yeah. Love it. So, uh, what are you excited about for the future of, uh, plant medicines and, and creating personal growth for people? Oh, wow. Gosh. Um, I, I, am one of those weird people. I actually don't care if it gets legalized or not. Cause I'm, I'm a little worried that the legalization actually could destroy, um, a lot of medicine and, and if people don't have that sacred coach mentor guidance and use it safely and wisely, it could really do a lot of damage. Um, however, that being said, uh, with it, regardless of how that happens, um, my husband and I, we want to create seven day retreats. We want to have a retreat center. We want to have space for couples to come and heal their relationship and heal themselves first so that they can heal their relationship and, and do much, much bigger, bigger work with that. And then for the microdosing, you know, I want to do also uh, a support create safe containers, both online and in person for education, um, on how to, um, build relationships with the medicine, build relationships with themselves. So then that they can, again, transform as within. So without go and whether they want to, I, I'm going to have mentorships too, or if people want to have a six to 12 month mentorships with me and my husband, then they can learn to learn all these things and go out and, and do good in the world. If they want to become plant medicine people or not, we want to mentor more people to have those sacred type of relationships and sacred work within themselves. Cause the more we heal ourselves, we can heal the collective and we want to be able to duplicate ourselves and, and help more people. And maybe, maybe even start our own church at some point. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly, but um, those are some high level overviews to, to help, you know, share the love that we have for the medicine and the sacred, you know, spiritual connection with that. I love that. I, I love uh, how I love I've always appreciated how you think big. And we need more people around us that have big ideas and, and big goals and, and strive to let those become real. Well, and if I can share one more thing, you just help me think bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I was like, oh, I forgot about this. So part of my our, our vision is to, you know, we're looking for investors also and, and different people, you know, with my podcast um, will have relaunched by the time that this is out there. But we want to be able to have a nonprofit and be able to do ceremonies for people with um, mental illness, bipolar, schizophrenia, addiction. Um, I've lost so many friends to suicide and addiction. I have a huge, huge purpose um, to, to give back. Um, so to be able to make things affordable or free, uh, through our nonprofit is really part of our, our big, big mission as well, because there's a lot of people out there who can't afford, um, to take these medicines or they, they, they'll try to do it themselves and, and end up committing suicide, um, or end up, uh, still struggling with addiction because they, they just don't know how to work with the, the medicine or have a really, really bad, terrifying trip. I don't want anybody, especially if they're in that space of mental illness to, to go through that alone. Cause it's, it's devastating. And so that's our big, big give back that sacred reciprocity of, of what we want to be able to, to create and help the world for sure. I love it. Yeah. Thinking big. 
Uh, Misty Magdalena, how can people learn more about you if they, if they want to connect? Yeah, absolutely. Look for me on LinkedIn. Uh, look for me on Instagram. Uh, I have my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast. By the time you guys listen to this, I'll be a few episodes into my season four, year four, uh, focusing on psychedelic shamanism, uh, microdosing, spirituality, inner child healing, shadow work, all of the all of the things that I've been shown by the medicines these past two years. And then I have a website, Microdosing for Health dot now dot site. I'll be updating that all the time with free education, um, recordings from past classes, uh, our ceremonial events. Uh, we have ceremonies and, and things that we offer up um, with a amazing medicine so we can be a resource for you. And and I will say it if it's if it's slightly confusing, I, I went through um, my ego death showed me I, I released my old name, Lois Kofi, formally um, at the time of this recording. However, uh, you may still find me out there as Lois Kofi. So if you're confused, like, wait a minute, is this the same person? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it isn't. But, you know, just just putting it out there. We're, we're always shifting and changing. And I, I've done that with my name before. I, I think our names hold a lot of power. And when you change how you show up in the world through a name is a powerful statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens a lot in the spiritual space, and I, I've been been shown that it's it, it was time to to go there. So I'm super excited to embody my my highest and best version of me. Awesome. Well, one one last question for you, Mister Missy Magdalena. What is one insight that you want this audience to leave with today? I'm working on not crying. Just, just to remember that you are not alone. You are so, so, so loved. And so supported by so many ancestors, so many plants, mother earth. There's just so much love. It's just, you gotta be able to go inside to find it and to feel it and to trust it. And once you can, and once you get on that other side, there's so much love, joy, and bliss that lies within you. That's what I want people to know. Beautiful. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, Missy Magdalena. And I'm, I'm excited to continue to, to see what, what your life unfolds for the world. <laughs> Thank you. you can hear my voice, that means you stuck around for the whole episode. Thank you so much for, for listening and for gaining value from my guests. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you did, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's really the best way to expand this message so, so that more people can be in tune with super states. It would really mean a lot to me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through your favorite platform. You can also subscribe on YouTube where we have this in video format. Either way, you'll stay up to date with Super States. Make sure to let me know what kind of topics you'd like to hear or, or guests you, you'd like me to interview in future episodes. You can get in touch by just responding in the comments. You can also find me on most of the social medias out there at Joshua Ray Peters. I will answer every comment that I get. I'll see you all next week. And remember, you carry the seeds of change inside. Stay flexible. Keep growing. 
and embrace your transformation. 